Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. And we're excited about this episode today. Uh, on our last episode, we was talking to Brother Nathan and Sister Carrie Embry about a tragedy that they went through and that they uh, held on to faith through that, that terrible time of Sister Carrie having a brain aneurysm, two different procedures done on that, and then uh, several strokes after that. And so uh, a lot that went on. So uh, they're here with us again as our guest and we're just thrilled to have them here with us. And we're just going to be interacting with them, both of them today. Sister Carrie's also agreed to uh, uh, say some things here today too. So I want to ask you, Brother Nathan, when when uh, did things actually, in your words, begin to look up and turn around? Well, as we discussed last time for a period of time, Sister Carrie was not responding uh, to any commands that were given to her in the hospital. And uh, so one of the uh, intensive care uh, doctors had set up a scheduled phone call visit with me. And uh, of course the devil was bombarding and saying, this is not gonna be good news. This is gonna be really bad. And uh, so we had that call scheduled and the call didn't happen. The doctor didn't call and time went by and time went by. And the longer it went, the more uh, worry uh, began to happen. And so I, I was my some of my family was sitting with me in preparation for that call, and I said, you know, I've, I've had enough. I'm going to call the nurse's station and speak with them and see what's going on while the uh, doctor hasn't called. And, uh, of course, we've been praying, and everyone had been praying, so many people praying for uh, for my wife. And I called and the, got a hold of her nurse that evening, and I said, hey, the doctor has not called. I'm just curious what's going on. Is there something wrong? And she says, well... All of the doctors are in your wife's room right now. And of course, uh, you don't know when that statement is made if that's good or if that's negative. And she said, when I went in and spoke to your wife, she opened her eyes, she focused on me, and she gave me a thumbs up. And I just remember hollering, hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. That is... Uh... This is just a great story. I told you we're not going to stay on the tragedy forever. We're going to tell you the good part now. And what, what happened after that, Brother Nathan? Well, uh, we just continued to pray. I remember calling and, and celebrating the, that good news with many people and telling them just to continue to pray uh, that God was going to do a great work. Yes. And Satan was aware of that, and he was going to continue to fight uh, in any way that he could, but to believe with me that God was going to complete what he had started. Amen. And you know, a lot of this time, or well, most of this time, Sister Carrie didn't even uh, realize, uh, you know, what was happening to her. And uh, we couldn't get in the hospital. Brother Nathan couldn't get in to see his wife. And that was really hard on him, I know. And, but the church, I couldn't get in to pray with her. But I remember this, someone mentioned, said, what about going to the hospital and just having a, uh, a like a parking lot uh, prayer meeting. And so many of our church went 
And actually, uh, I think one, two, three other churches, there was somebody from three other churches that went. And uh, there was uh, uh, also a lady, if you remember, that we kept thinking, now what church is she from? We didn't know her. And what we did, we just uh, sang Waymaker, I think it was, the song. Right. How's it go? Waymaker, miracle worker. Promise keeper, light in the darkness. Yes. And, that is who you are. And we was, they were singing that song outside, and we just had uh, prayer. Uh, there was two different pastors, and like we said, several people from other churches. So when we saw this other lady, uh, was it you talked to her, or who was it talked with her? I believe it was Sister Missy Cornette had spoke to her. And uh, she she had asked that we pray for her husband. Yes. Inside having the procedure. And she was in a similar situation as I. She could not be with her husband. Wasn't allowed in the hospital. And she was just worrying. And uh, there, you know, doing all she could do by just waiting in the parking lot. Yeah. And was uh, and she wasn't able to get in. But I looked and I saw her while they were singing. She was singing. And we prayed. She prayed. And we raised our hands and, and, and praised God for the miracle we knew was going to happen. And she did the same thing. And so uh, you never know who you're going to touch. Right. And But I remember that. That was a great thing. And and God just uh, little by little, step after step, God started moving for Sister Carrie. And I would get a call from Nathan and say, hey, uh, you know, she moved her, her foot today. Her one side, she couldn't move at all, right? Correct. Her right side at first was... Uh not working at all. Total paralysis on the right side. And then he would tell me, hey, she she moved uh, this and, and she moved that and she was getting better and, and uh, actually she spoke and I'll tell you what, I was so excited, Brother Nathan. Sister Carrie, I was excited, I'll tell you. We've been talking to your husband the whole time. But I was so excited when the phone rang and my wife started talking and forgive us folks if you ever call us, we usually talk on speaker. So I could hear, and I thought, oh, my, that's Carrie. And Diane, my wife, looked at me and smiled, and she said, this is Carrie. And I, I, I knew God was going to do it, but it was still a, almost like a, unbelievable, you know. And I hear her talking. She was uh, laughing and talking, and, and uh, I can't remember exact words, but she was like wanting to get out of there, <laughs> and she was through. And... Uh, so, uh, after uh, all of this happened, Sister Carrie, and you begin to realize what God had done for you and everything, uh, I'd like to just hear your thoughts and on this. Well, I didn't know um, what had happened. To yes. Me until um, after I had to go to. Uh, second for rehab a second yes, time. Right. And um Nathan told me how bad it had been and I didn't know because I remembered um to I remembered talking to the surgeon after yes. that he had repaired uh my what did they call it? Aneurysm. The aneurysm, yes. So um, we actually spoke to him the other day, and I said, I thought that I had spoke to you. 
And he said, you did. And um, things got worse. Mm -hmm. But um, I, uh, I just can't thank God enough for what what he has done yes for me and ex- excuse me um it's okay oh, um i praise him yes for what what he's done because um there were times when we didn't know what what was going to happen yes and we knew um that god was going to finish what he had started and I, yes i uh had called some of my family and I said, God's going to show out on me. (laughs) And um, he has been, and he's going to finish what he started. Yes, absolutely. Um, But where was I at? What was I supposed to answer? (laughs) (laughs) You're doing good. Just telling your words. Well, so when I um, left the first rehab, I'd had another stroke, and um, Nathan couldn't be there again, and I've never felt alone. Yeah. And I felt so much peace and even joy. Yes. And I had a merry heart. Yes. And I, I still can't get over it. Um, how God showed up. Yes. And He moved for for my family and me. Yes. And um, we went to the hospital on March 29th, and I just got out this past. Well, what? It, last Tuesday. Well. What would that have been? Uh, April from Mar- March what now? 29th. Till April, she got to come home. Uh, went into the hospital, uh, uh, into the emergency room on March 29th, and uh, I brought her home on uh, 28th. April 28th. April 20. So a month, a month, and it was a. I know it was a, a rough month, but you know, look now we're looking back at it. You know, when you when you're in the middle of that trial. Uh, I, you just don't think of it like that because no, no trial at the time seems good, you know. It doesn't. But when we look back at it and we see what God's done, what God's brought us through, oh my, then we can shout, we can rejoice. And and uh, I know uh, children can be quite challenging. I know that. And especially when you got three small ones that you have to take care of. But... Uh, was you happy to see those little guys again? Oh, so happy. Yeah. Yeah, these questions, folks, are not planned like that. And uh, uh, I know she loves her children anyway, but, you know, children can be trying, but uh, when you think you may never see them, you may never see them again, and then there they are. I I didn't know that that, that was a possibility because yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize what was going on. Yes. And uh, I love my husband. Yes. And my family and my church family. 
has been so supportive. Yes. But I didn't know that I was in the shape that I was in. Yeah. I'll take. Go ahead, brother. Go we ahead. spoke to the surgeon uh, yesterday. Did a uh, phone follow-up uh, appointment, and uh, he asked Carrie questions about what she recalled about what had happened and what had occurred. And he, at one point, said, "Well, Carrie, you're what we call an anomaly. We really don't know what happened. We really don't know why that happened to you. The way that it happened, we we really can't explain it." But we know that God knew, and he knew before it was going to happen. It was a surprise to us, but it wasn't a surprise to him. Yes. Well, I'll tell you this. I believe that faith specializes in spiritual realities. I believe that. Because we look at it and we think, how's it going to happen? How can it happen? How's this even possible to happen? And it doesn't seem like uh, at the time it could ever occur or become a reality. But that's where faith steps in, and that's where faith specializes in taking these situations and making them a spiritual reality. And now we look at it and we say, sure, of course. And it's easy to believe now. But it wasn't easy to believe four weeks ago. And But we did. Brother Nathan did. I did. And uh, every time we ever talked, I always told you, I don't know how when, but I know God's going to move and bring her out. Now, I'm going to say this here, not uh, for any credit other than to say what God knows in advance. I don't know, a couple of months before this, in a normal church night, the Lord has spoke to me and said uh, uh, to call Brother Nathan, Sister Carrie up to the front and have prayer with them. And I did. And I had actually forgotten it. And then when all this happened, one of the men in my church, actually the treasurer of my church, he said to me, he said, hey, do you remember when the Lord spoke to you to call Carrie and Nathan out of the service and up for prayer? I said, I do. I had forgot it, but I remember. And he said, do you remember what you told her? So I asked Brother Nathan about it, and he said, seems like I can remember it, but... Actually, it was Sister Carrie that did remember it. And uh, did you ask her, is that how it was? Or I did. We were able to speak on the phone while she was still in the hospital. And I said I, that you and I had spoke about you calling us out. And I said, I, I, I remember it vaguely. I said, but do you recall it, Carrie? And she said, oh, yes. And she remembered it well. And the only thing I could remember, and I can't remember it all, but I do remember saying this, that the Lord had shown me that they was going to go through a great uh, a trial of some sort. I didn't know what. But that I knew God was going to bring them out. And they was going to get through it and come out of it. And, you know, me and Brother Nathan was talking about this before this episode. And I've been quoting this scripture to him a lot, and to myself a lot, where the Bible said, we can call those things that are not as though they were. And uh, actually, you mentioned that to me before the uh, before we done this a few moments ago, and that's what faith is. In other words, to believe something before it ever happens, and that's what we done. What brother Nathan done? He believed God was going to heal Sister Carrie before the healing ever came, and I thank I thank God for that. 
And you know, like uh, uh, Moses, the Bible said about him, the Bible said he endured as seeing him who was invisible. How do you see what's invisible? But that's what the Bible said. He saw him who was invisible or who could not be seen. So uh, if you're listening today, we're talking about faith. That you say, but I can't see how this can happen. I can't see how any good could come out of it. I don't see how a healing could come out of it. Well, you've got to see what's invisible. You've got to see what's not there yet and call those things that are not as though they were. And and that's that's in the Word of God. That's not just a preacher saying them because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And actually, faith is something uh, that is really... You could define faith like this. Faith is trust in God in any and all circumstance. So it doesn't matter what the circumstances is. If you have faith in God in any circumstance, then faith will be demonstrated in the end. Amen. God will move in the end. So this is a great miracle. Now, uh, I know you can't see them. I wish we had video of this. But they're sitting here with me, and and I I've seen what this couple went through, and it was tragic, very tragic, probably a lot worse than we've made it sound. But the miracle is even greater than what we can make it sound. Right. This is a mighty, powerful miracle. So wherever you are and whoever you are, don't have fear, don't have doubt when these things happen. Just Trust God, believe in God, and you too can have a miracle. I honestly believe that with all of my heart. We've got a couple minutes before we close. Sister Carrie, do you have anything you'd like to add? I, I would. Um, things were, were changing daily for me, for the good. Yes. And um, I couldn't talk and I could speak. Yes. And then um, I couldn't walk, and I could walk. Praise God. um, I just can't thank God enough for what he has done for for me. Praise God. I know that um, during this time, it it was hard to believe sometimes. And uh, the devil would bombard my mind with, with thoughts of doubt thoughts of fear and I would say to anyone the Bible says if we believe and we doubt not yes just because those thoughts have come to you doesn't mean that you have meditated and you've dwelled upon them if you have accepted them as truth God's word is truth and uh, I, I did everything I could to just cast those thoughts aside and to have no doubt and to believe on God's word and it and all glory is God's. All glory is His because this is His Word that we're speaking of. It is His truth and it is His work that He has done. Amen. Praise God. God is so good. I have so enjoyed these last two episodes. I do all of them, but I don't know, especially these last two. I want to say this before we go, and I wish we had a a month to talk to you too. You're a joy to talk to and to be around. And I'm, I'm glad you're members of the church I pastor. I really am. But I want to say this. If you want to interact with us, you can by 
uh, dropping an email or, or giving us an email. And our email address is podcast at gmail.com. One more time. That is podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for being with us today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.